All right, let's dive into the latest news around the New Orleans Saints. We got some roster updates, some injury news, and just some general NFL housekeeping that impacts the New Orleans Saints. But also, I want to dive into some trade targets that I think the black and gold should explore ahead of the NFL trade deadline, including an offensive guard, which I personally believe is one of the biggest needs for New Orleans. But before we get to that, I got a couple of friends headed out to New Orleans next weekend, and they're going to try and go out and have a good time on Saturday night. So I recommended go check out Pado's, go hit Lafitte's, get some of that purple drink. But I want you to let me know what's your favorite spot in New Orleans. That way I can send my friends out and they can have a hell of a weekend. So the injury news around the New Orleans Saints, UDFA practice squad wide receiver, and honestly, preseason legend Shaq Davis has been placed on the IR. Now, like I said, he has been with the New Orleans Saints practice squad, was a part of roster cuts earlier in the preseason and as after, or after the preseason as ahead of the regular season. Unfortunately, I actually really hate this because I thought that Davis showed some really good things in those first three weeks. I mean, the, the body size, the frame, giggity, I mean, it's huge. He is a large guy. I mean, at six foot and a half, six foot four and a half, 260 pounds. The South Carolina State product was unbelievable at uh, in college. I mean, he was a great wide receiver, one of the best ones in all of the HBCU schools, if you ask me. But seven receptions, 101 yards in the preseason. Didn't find the end zone, but had a long of 42. He's a great deep ball threat. He can climb the ladder. He can get those contested catches. And I actually think that this stinks, man. I really wanted to see Davis get in uh, during the regular season. I wanted to see him get some snaps, get some run. If there was an injury, I would have loved to see Davis get elevated to the active roster. However, obviously, with him being on the uh, injured reserve, we ain't going to see that happen anytime soon. But we also have some roster news to talk about. Cornerback Anthony Johnson, he was released from the practice squad. And offensive guard Tommy Kramer, he was released from the active roster. So these are just the latest two updates around the Saints roster. But we also have an injury update around Justin Jefferson. Um, wide the wide receiver for the Vikings has been placed on IR. The earliest that he could return is week 10. So that means if he returns by week 10, he will be able to play against the New Orleans Saints. And then just some housekeeping, more housekeeping news. The Atlanta Falcons also traded for wide receiver Van Jefferson. There was a report out there that the Rams were shopping him. And then I swear, I was in a meeting, I hopped out, and he was now an Atlanta Falcon. So there's just some housekeeping news, some NFL updates that you guys shouldn't be aware of. But guys, this is why I encourage you to subscribe. Because not only is the content entertaining and informative, but it's also almost every single day. You also get live watch parties. We also have awesome giveaways. We have incredible audience interaction. Love giving shout outs to the Houdat Nation and to our family here. And you have on-demand videos, you have live shows, you have shorts. Our community tab is very active. And that is one of my favorite things about our channels. We give you different content in a variety of ways. And the best part of it all, without a doubt, it's Saints content by Saints fans for Saints fans. So help us reach 22,000 subscribers ASAP. We're trying to get to 25K because that's a great numeral. We're trying to get to that Reggie Bush thousand. Let's go get that number ASAP. Subscribe today. Turn on those noties. So let's dive in. 
do some trade targets. We got an offensive guard on this list, so just stick around and see who I'm talking about. But Jerry Judy is the first guy that I want to discuss because let's keep it real. The Broncos freaking stink. And I truly do believe that the, uh, that the Broncos could potentially trade a lot of their players. And there's reports that Denver could be on a fire sale ahead of that October 31st trade deadline. So Halloween could get pretty spooky in Denver. But could you imagine this group of wide receivers? You have Jerry Judy, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, and Rashid Shaheed. I mean, the speed in that room is insane. The catchability in that room is great. The youth in that room, outside of Michael Thomas, stellar. And I think that these four players could be awesome if you had them be on one group. But my one question is, do you really need more wide receivers? I mean, do the Saints need to go and ship away draft capital and players for a guy that's in a position that you really don't necessarily need to add to? I mean, look at this wide receiver room. A.T. Perry up to this point has been a healthy scratch. I don't know why he hasn't played. People have been asking in the comments section. I don't know. It's weird. I think he should be playing because A.T. Perry has a lot of great talent. Keith Kirkwood, he's also a guy who has some value. Lynn Bowden Jr. also can be a contributor on the offense. But if you could you imagine replacing one of these guys with Jerry Judy? that's on the bottom tier, I think, I think it would be pretty interesting. So sound off for me. Let me know. Would you trade for a wide receiver? It doesn't have to be Jerry Judy. It could be a Devontae Adams. It could be a Cortland Sutton. It could be whoever you want. Just type trade or type pass. Let me know in the comment section because I'm curious as to what you have to say. And, guys, I want to give a very special shout-out to Prize Picks. Again, we got an offensive guard trade coming up, so stick around for that. But if you want to take advantage of the best Daily Fantasy Sports app. I cannot encourage you enough to go download the Prize Picks app. Now, I'm super excited to tell you about our new sponsor here at Saints Now, which, like I said, is Prize Picks. It's the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, and it's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. So go to prizepicks.com CLNS. And use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. And instead of battling versus thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you just select two or more players, pick more or less than their projected stats, and place your entry. Price picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this season. And if you look at the projections that I am taking, I'm taking more Alvin Kamara rushing yards. I'm taking less C.J. Stroud passing yards, and I'm taking more Michael Thomas receiving yards. I think that the Saints could really make some noise this week against a pretty talented Texans team, but I don't know if C.J. Stroud has what it takes to slice and dice and carve up the Saints defense, especially as a rookie. So if you want to match me, if you want to fade me, if you think that my projections are good, I encourage you to go check out prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Again, I can't believe I have gone this long without using prize picks. It's made my viewing experience so much better. So go to prizepicks.com and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, so that offensive guard that I told you about, I'm a man of my word. I keep my promises. Ezra Cleveland. 
And let me tell you something about this. Y'all are pretty familiar with my guy, Producer Seeps. He's been a producer on the show a time or two, and he's been a part of our live shows. And he walked in today and said, hey, Vikings, they're blowing it up. I'm calling it right now. They're blowing up the operation. It ain't going to be pretty the rest of the season. Trade away everyone. So one of the biggest names that I was really excited about when he mentioned it, he said, we got an offensive guard. Who wants one? And I said, me. Give me that offensive guard because the entire offensive line has been bad. So Ezra Cleveland, just some background information on him. If you aren't really familiar with the PFF grades, he had a 73.7 overall. The pass blocking grade and run blocking grade, pretty dang good. And one thing that I like about it is PFF actually ranked him as one of the top 10 offensive guards out of 78 names that were uh, eligible to be ranked. And so I did tweet this out on X, or I guess post this on X, formerly known as Twitter. So thoughts on the Saints trading for Vikings offensive guard Ezra Cleveland. Minnesota might be in a fire sale, um, and the Saints interior offensive line has struggled this season. If you like this tweet, if you like this idea, give me a follow. Check it out for more content. But Ezra Cleveland's PFF grade is a 73.7 overall, which compared to Cesar Ruiz, 51.3. Andrus Pete, 54.1. And... I really do believe that the offensive line has shown some improvement. I mean, from week one to week two to week three to week four to week five, there's been a gradual increase in how well the offensive line is done, Spe especially for Trevor Penning. The outside looks just fine. The inside, where you have the guards, you have Eric McCoy, that's where it really, the struggle begins. But I do believe that this is a move that could help solidify that unit and give you just a strong offensive guard anchor, another strong interior, uh, or to you know bolster and improve that interior. I think that that's a move that would really benefit New Orleans. And my offer, I think you trade away the the Broncos second round pick. You got you got an extra second, or you had that second rounder that Denver gave you as a part of that Sean Payton trade. Give it away. Why not? And one of the cool things about Ezra Cleveland is he was a second round pick. And the Broncos second round pick right now, looking like it might be a top 40 pick overall. So, if you go and trade away your second or the Broncos second round pick and you get Ezra Cleveland, not only are you getting a better offensive guard, but the Vikings are getting a better value than they initially spent on Cleveland in the first place when they drafted him. So, let me know. You be the GM and share your thoughts. What would you offer? Because I think that my offer is pretty damn enticing. So let's talk about some defensive line help. Because I do think that the defensive line has been good, but I think that it could be great. And Leonard Williams, the defensive tackle for the New York Giants, is a guy that I think the Saints should maybe potentially make a call for. Of course, the production, nothing to run home about. It's nothing crazy, but... I do think that Leonard Williams does offer a lot of value, and he could be a good piece to rotate in that defensive interior. And here's my thing. The Giants are bad. And when I say the Giants are bad, I mean they are atrocious. The Giants right now might be the worst team in football. Their defense stinks. Their offense is terrible. And now their quarterback is injured. I would expect the New York Giants to be big-time sellers at the trade deadline. And the interior defensive line could really get be a beneficiary 
of a trade for a guy like Leonard Williams. I mean, look at the uh, production for the four guys who line up in the middle of the trenches. Colin Saunders, a free agency acquisition. Nathan Shepard, another free agency acquisition. And then you had Malcolm Roach, who's been around for quite a while. Shout out to him. He's been absolutely stellar this season. He's been a big story, and I've loved watching him develop. Brian Brzee, though, whoo, he has been incredible. The Saints nailed that pick. It is a home run pick. It is a grand slam pick, and I think that Brian Brzee is going to be a big-time contributor for a very long time. But my point about this, you saw the sack numbers on screen. There's not a lot of them. The Saints could go and be a lot more active with sacks. I mean, right now, Carl Granderson with three and a half leads the team in sacks. Number two is Brian Brzee with one and a half. I want to see this defense finish their pressures because there's a, they're creating a lot of pressure. They're getting to the quarterback. They're forcing the quarterback to make throws and make quick passes and throw the ball away. But they're not getting sacked. And when they got a lot of sacks this past week against the Patriots, who, let's call it how it is, they're a bad team. But you see what happens? That's what happens. So I think that going to get in a guy like Leonard Williams might make some sense. But what about Justin Simmons? That's a pretty interesting one, isn't it? I mean, sure. The safety group for the Saints is pretty talented. Jordan Howden's been pretty damn impressive. And you also get Marcus May back. His suspension's over. He's, he's, he's ready to go. He was bad. He, he's, he, you're, you're done. Your safety room is pretty, pretty healthy right now as it, as it stands as well. Jordan Howden played through a finger issue, played lights out. I mean, Howden's been stellar. He, led, he, he was the one who had the pass breakup that led to the pick six by Tyron Matthew. Howden has been an absolute steal for the New Orleans Saints. And if he continues to develop in a really good, uh, in a really good direction, they might have gotten a massive steal with Howden out of Minnesota. But here's the thing about Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons is a stud. I mean, PFF consistently has him ranked as one of their top safeties in the league. And the numbers this year, 19 tackles, but nothing in terms of in-air production. He hasn't been able to get a pass breakup or an interception this year. But the Broncos are bad. Sean Payton does not have that unit firing on all cylinders. But when you look at the PFF rankings, look at this. 2022, 30 out of 88. 2021, 16 out of 92. 2020, he was number eight. In 2019, he was the second overall safety. I mean, Justin Simmons is consistently a top, I mean, 30, 31, but he's a top 30 safety. He's a top half guy. Justin Simmons could be a very interesting piece for the New Orleans Saints. And I will say this, I don't think safety is a huge need for New Orleans, but down the stretch, it might be a nice addition. I mean, having a player of Justin Simmons caliber could be really, really beneficial for New Orleans if they find themselves in a playoff run or if they find themselves in week 13, 14, 15, 16, just right outside of the hunt, or right in the hunt, right outside of the playoff picture. I think having a player with veteran experience who knows how to be a productive member of a quality defense, I think that could only benefit the team. And especially when you get to the postseason, you want talent, you want depth, and you want experience. And Justin Simmons has all three of those things. But I also got four honorable mention players. I tweeted out something about, hey, what are some guys that you want the Saints to trade for? And here are just a handful of names that were commonly replied. Chase Young, Daniil Hunter, Buda Baker, and Cortland Sutton. I think those are all four interesting names as well. Um, out of these four guys, give me Daniil Hunter or Chase Young. I think an edge rusher would be pretty interesting and a pretty 
awesome addition as well for the Saints defense. But it's your turn. I want you to name a player you would trade for. Put yourself in the shoes of uh, Mickey Loomis. Put on the YouTube headset. Let me know. Who's a player that you would want to trade for? Get in the comment section and share your thoughts. And as always, Saints fans, I really appreciate you guys for tuning in, no matter where you are or how you're watching. Y'all stay golden. See you next time.